Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. This week on the podcast, we are joined by third-time guest, hey. <laughs> but first-rate friend, oh. Robert Belkovich. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy. I will say that I did demand uh, this recording session. Yes. So I do feel a little... Um, we didn't <laughs> even have microphones. Yeah. We went and bought some. Robert, uh, oh, yeah. Robert no, put we went, our head, so. Yeah, we went right to uh, Fred Myers to get that. <laughs> but, but seriously, we are always looking for a way to have Robert back on the podcast. So it's our... Extreme honor and pleasure. And I love being here. Uh, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite things that I do. Some context for this episode. So this is the first episode we've ever recorded that's not being recorded in my apartment in Los Angeles. It's really exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. This setting is really cozy. So We're we, literally sitting in front of a fire we right now. In front of a, a roaring fire. We have our candle burning. I have some rosé and coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jillian's (laughs) double fisting. Double fisting. Uppers and downers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we're going to be all over the place this podcast. Sometimes I do get worried about the effects of um, alcohol and coffee at the same time. Well, let's figure it out. Let's see how it goes. I'm like, well, I have my heart stopped. I think it's one of the things that you just shouldn't overdo it. I think a little little pinch of coffee, a little pinch of rosé, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. Anyway, back to my point. We're in (laughs) Seattle. Okay, we're in Bainbridge, technically. Bainbridge Island. Baybridge Island, more like it. <laughs> this island is Bay Bridge. Yeah. We hopped on a plane on Friday. Yeah. And then from Los Angeles, and here we are. In Seattle, where I've been... We for, took a lovely ferry. Sorry Took a lovely out. ferry ride. I was going to say, I, the reason everyone's here is because I've been in Seattle for work for a couple months, and I'm leaving on Sunday, but I decided, when did you guys come up and visit? So yeah. Robert writes for Lonely Island. Lonely Planet. <laughs> Lonely Island or the parody are like yeah. a parody. <laughs> That's what I was... you tell me what what is it like to work with Andy Samberg? <laughs> you know, he's just like, you know, he thinks he, you think he's like this, you know, big funny guy, but he's actually really serious and he really is devoted to the work. You know. Robert <laughs> writes for Lonely Planet. Correct. I, yeah, I've been here working in Seattle working on uh, research for uh, the next update for the Lonely Planet Seattle guidebooks. And so we're here to hang out with Robert, but it was a perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to bring the podcast on the road yeah. and also talk about how to stay cozy on vacation while we're vacationing with an expert on vacationing. And uh, an ex- and I wouldn't say I'm an expert on coziness. I think you guys are the experts on coziness, but I think together combined, we'll have some incredible vacation cozy tips. It's already been lovely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This vacation in particular has been like maximum amounts of coziness, but we have also all been demanding. Like everyone has arrived at this vacation with a mandate of like, we want to be cozy and have a nice time. Absolutely. Yeah. Breath of fresh. Breath of fresh. Breath of oh, fresh. Breath of fresh. Yeah. So before we talk about our amazing vacation together. <laughs> and everyone's like, everyone listening is like hitting like <laughs> delete download. <laughs> three jerks. <laughs> uh, let's check in with what's making us feel cozy this week. I have, I have a cozy thing, but before I get into my cozy mm-hmm. item, we do have a little piece of unfinished business from a prior episode. Oh, so not too long ago, we had an episode on cozy A to Z. Oh, yes. And yes, it was yes. a real delight to record because we got to you listeners submitted topics I to like us. Interactive. Oh, yeah. It was it was wonderful, except it was too overwhelming for us. And we skipped over Jay. Janet Jackson. What? Listen, the album is hard. You didn't listen. 
Uh, no, I did listen, oh. but I don't remember Jay being skipped over. Oh, so we have we have very attentive and listeners, and, really, and they let us well, know immediately. It did really break my heart because I don't like inadvertently leaving oh, it anyone was an out. That, yeah, I probably and I felt so bad. Like it, was, it wasn't a, wasn't a purposeful thing at no, all. No, not at all. Just honestly, just us being two goons. Well, no, we're just reading a list, and it's easy to skip over a letter or a line, you know. Yeah, and also I had I was preoccupied with the. Falling off <laughs> What? This was a whole episode. What kind of this is a whole subplot of the episode the I cut out of the episode where Jillian was wearing those like socks. Where they, they don't, you the, don't see are them. Are they nudie socks? What are they called? It's nudie socks. <laughs> I think they're just these. Yeah, little. Wait, the ones you get when you like try on shoes and you, yeah, you don't yeah. want to see your sock. Anyway, she couldn't handle it. They kept snapping off her foot and flying and it across was really, the room. It's just something that was like really bothering me. Where just I would put on the sock and it would pop off, and I was about to go ballistic. So I was just dis- I was distracted. So while Jillian's socks were literally being flung across the room, <laughs> knocked off, we were forgetting Jenna Jackson. So no. let's while Robert's here. Robert, I'm sure has a lot to say about Jenna Jackson. Let's quickly check in. <laughs> I I do I. She's not someone I would consider like remarkably cozy and i feel like a lot of her power comes from a, an anti-coziness i feel like she's very um like like i'm gonna get you out of your and, shell yeah. yeah brazen and like sexual yeah. and like confrontational mm-hmm. and like um uh, aggressive in, but in a good way um but i guess like i think she's had like cozy periods maybe or like cozy sort of like songs are up she did have a song a couple of years ago that was pretty cozy i think called no sleep that's a very cozy song i mean she's cozy to me insofar as I'm nostalgic for my childhood, yeah. and so like Rhythm Nation and, and yeah. music like that takes me back. Scream. She's just been around. I think yes. anyone who's been around for a while. And she has is coziness for. Uh, she totally is also just a, a hard work. She's a, a smooth operator. You know what I mean? Which we we know is an extremely cozy quality to have. I will say her song for the Nutty Professor movie mm. is also very cozy. What song is that? Doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. It's where she's saying that, you know, I'm nutty, nutty, nutty for you. You're nutty, nutty, nutty for me. <laughs> any any tie-in to a movie, like, especially <laughs> the movie, Nutty Professor. A movie where Eddie Murphy plays all the characters. <laughs> yes. Is cozy. Sure, is what I'm yes. saying. Yeah. So I, I really do think the Nutty Professor song is... The height of Janet Jackson coziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Personally. All right. I would say maybe Velvet Rope era, but... You know what? I'm glad that this listener suggested it. Mm -hmm. We're sorry we missed over it. And there you got your your Janet Jackson content right there. I also would be interested in whoever did vote for that. I, like, chime in on the Facebook group. I want to know why people think Janet Jackson. Not that I specifically... Please don't confront our listeners, Robert. (laughs) I want to know why. Um, I'm curious. I feel like maybe there's something I'm missing. I want to do it again. But maybe they spice it up somehow. But I, I really like the interactive yeah. submit topics. We'll, we'll was, figure out a different fun. way to get some listener feedback. Yeah, we'll do something similar maybe in the future. Absolutely. So anyway, what's making me feel cozy this week, officially, is the Santa Barbara Zoo. Mm. So I was in Santa Barbara last week because my husband had a conference there. I tagged along. It was my spring break. And I was by myself and I had nothing to do. And I thought, why don't I take myself to the zoo? For your story, it's a little I felt a little day. bit like a creep. Like, yeah. single man. I also recently went to weekday. the zoo alone. And there were times when I was like, people were like, looking at me like, what are you doing Really? Here? People were st- looking? Not like staring, but they're like, I would pass like people with a stroller with a kid. And there would be like a, a sort of like, oh, oh okay. 
But I, when I went, I saw a, I went to the gorilla exhibit at the zoo in Seattle and I saw a woman at the gorilla exhibit who was like this ancient old woman with like a totally like wrinkled, uh, dehydrated apple face who knew all of the gorillas and like their entire history, their entire like a family structure. Like she had like opinions about all of them and like the drama that they were getting into. Um, so I chatted with her for a while. So it's, you have to, I guess if you're going to the zoo alone, you have to find your people. I think it's really, I think it's really sweet. That, no, I like it. I mean, I think aquariums are good for solo trips too. Darker. Yeah. Easier to lurk around. More, more Mate, way easier to lurk around. around. Yeah. But I think anyone should feel fine. Single I mean, couple. Yeah, it wasn't go that to the bad. zoo, enjoy yourself. Right. And no, I mean, but I did notice that like it was all couples and families. And Mr. P. And me. <laughs> uh, and actually, I really loved the Santa Barbara Zoo because small zoos, you have more of a chance of seeing the animals mm-hmm. usually because the exhibit's so cozy. <laughs> for the, <laughs> that sounds terrible for the animal itself. Like, yeah, small, yeah, it's just small in a tiny It's all enclosure, so it's cozy. <laughs> they have some really great animals and they're very like up in your face. Mm-hmm. And um, what I also loved about the zoo is it's half a park. And so for half of it, it's just people picnicking, which is really cute. And so you get your ticket to the zoo. You can, once you get your fill of looking at, the lions and the gorillas and whatever, you just have a nice picnic. So it's a really cozy place. What I really like about small zoos is that they usually have a star because it's smaller. Yeah, totally. And so they have the, the one special animal that they really promote or cling to or it's their big attraction. So New Orleans, not that New Orleans is a small place by any means, but it's a smaller zoo, I felt like. And they had that white all- alligator, which is special I guess albino alligator. Yeah, yeah. There's like four of them left. Yeah, but it died the day before oh. I was to see it, which is not so. Good. <laughs> that's your that's a really bad omen. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. No, really. It, 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 I think it died on my birthday. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> I feel like if you told that to like somebody who like knew who, who like traveled in like omens and stuff like that, they really would just like pull you aside and be like, <laughs> "You need, yeah, you need to watch out. <laughs> like, but... don't cross the street. We need to have a cleansing spell." Yeah. But anyways, I thought it was really special. Like I, everyone was talking about albino alligator, and it was below loved so i think in smaller zoos you do have that one star that people know and go visit and i think it's very sweet yeah at the oregon coast aquarium for my whole childhood we had keiko who was the whale from free willy and that was like it's like a great aquarium otherwise but keiko really was the like thing you went to see when you went there mm-hmm. um and i would have gone crazy because free willy was my favorite movie yeah. I, I saw him a bunch while he lived there um but had never seen free willy for some reason um and then he got released into the waters uh, around Iceland, and he died within like two weeks after being released. Really? Oh, yeah, like very, uh, maybe like not that quickly, but pretty quickly after he was released, he Aww. passed on. Oh, and I don't actually know if it was from like uh, what or something. He could have just been old. I think you know. I don't know how long whales well, live. That's sad. It's like in a cop movie when they're like two weeks away from retirement. That was yep. a, that was totally what it was. <laughs> maybe he just wanted to go home, and once he was there, he was yeah. like, "That's true. He's at peace, and at he peace. was finally able to let go." Or he was like eaten by a shark. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> well, on that note, Robert, what's making you feel cozy this week? Uh, what's making me feel cozy is something I've been indulging in more lately. I've been eating out a lot for work purposes, mm-hmm. and I've been sort of like slowing that down lately. And I've totally fallen out of cooking. And so what I've been really into are like hot food buffet items from grocery stores. And we actually just got this for lunch um, here. But I love just going and getting like five totally separate things and like bringing them home and just like laying them out on the table and eating them while like watching a video or something like that. And there's something specifically about like 
not like preparing a whole meal or like cooking, but just sort of like going and finding little like treats for yourself and just like mm-hmm. boxing them up and taking them home. Well, it's really different love. than a frozen meal. Yes. It's yeah, more decadent, but it's, all, it's also fun picking out what you're going to eat and being excited about those little little things. And it very much is like setting up like a night in where you're just like, oh, it's just for me. Like it's just yeah. one. I'm just dining alone. I'm just going to get whatever I want, a couple of things and have a have a have a nice cozy night in feels like you're indulging but not in a necessarily bad way it feels a little healthier for some reason yeah. yes. because it's the grocery store so it's like i would have bought food here anyway well and you they can, just cooked it for me in this yeah. example and you can get you can get like a couple of like fried shrimps or whatever but then also get oh i'm gonna get some salad too salad, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i had a little nice uh grocery store buffet salad yeah you made a, a great looking salad yeah, nice you guys had some great soups yeah, so I think it's nice, it's easy, it's convenient, and then I there's something better than watching TV with food. Agreed. So <laughs> I can't eat anymore without having a phone in my hand or a show on. Oh, same. <laughs> e- uh, the- eating in silence is just painful at this point. Mm-hmm. At a restaurant, I found when I'm eating alone, I will. Nor- I get so sort of like self conscious about like. Do you ever like worry if you're at like a fancier restaurant that you're like not using the cutlery correctly? You know what yeah, I mean. I'm always like so focused on like making sure I'm like cutting things. That well, don't look I don't know how to cut. Goofy. I need to go. To, I know. I need to go to cutting school or some. I don't know. Cutting I school. <laughs> I really, really do. This is so embarrassing. I'm sure you guys maybe have noticed. I cannot cut my food. <laughs> I will say I have noticed every once in a while, but like, but only for like trickier situations. I cannot cut my food. I I think. Now, my parents didn't baby me by any means, but there has been that one area like where I just always struggle because I think, I don't know if it's my ADD or something, where I just cannot, like, putting things together or directions or, like, things that require physical assembly. And so something with cutting, I think, falls in that world or something. You I, I you are much more of a, um. you will, like, scrape everything. You also are, I... <laughs> Sorry, one thing I've noticed about you <laughs> is like the left, you because know, you know how a lot of times, like a lot of meals, you'll have like leftover food, like yeah. bones or whatever. You always have like the weirdest collection of like leftover stuff that you didn't want to eat. And it's never like the parts of the food or the type or like the pieces of the food that you, that I expect. It's always like the weirdest collection of like stuff that you just like picked over. I love these details for our listeners because they're the kind of things that only YouTube and friends forever. YouTube, friends for 12 years. <laughs> like, so it's the only thing that you would notice about each other. And now everyone knows about it oh yeah well i just really just can't cut my food i don't know where this falls into what i was i remember what i was talking about but i just if anyone has any recommendation <laughs> my mom would just cut my food for me maybe so, I, I bet a hundred dollars is a youtube video like how to how well, to cut it i also have a fear of knives because my sister did chase me around the butcher knife when <laughs> oh, I was yeah, 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 so yeah. I just, well this explains a lot <laughs> i do have a, i do have a fear which of sister knives. was that you can you, tell me off you air. guess <laughs> i do know you i guess. do know <laughs> So anyways, but I don't know what that falls into it, but I don't know. Wow, I really, we're really going deep on this. Yeah. Thing. But I really do like I, grocery store food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, when I'm cutting, I feel like I'll often just use, if I can, the side of the fork. That's my favorite. Yeah. Go-to yeah, too. me too. And that, that's, that's like my go-to, my saving grace. You know what I bet a big problem is with you is probably you have to like go, you have to like not be like worried about it. Like they're going to like knock over the plate or something like that. You just gotta, you gotta really like jam it in. And yeah. just like, I think I'm always thinking about like, I'm always watching myself outside of myself all the time. And so cutting falls into that category. Yeah. Gotta let I go just, and I just need to let go and yeah. dive right in. But, um, just stab away. But I, yeah. Once again, if anyone has any tips, um, but yeah, so grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian, what's making you feel cozy? Well, it kind of falls into the vacation branch of things. 
but I went with my mom to Napa. We did not go wine tasting oh. during our <laughs> week-long time there. You, can I read the text message that you sent me about your trip to California? Yeah. <laughs> I have to find it all. My on. poor mom. My first question to Julian when she got back was, how was the wine? And she's like, well, we didn't do it. <laughs> I don't, I can't really put a, a finger on it, but my mom and I have a very specific way of vacationing, which I'm sure we'll get into in the meat of it, but we just didn't. It just worked out that way. We're in Napa. We just had to go wine tasting. You were drinking wine. Yes. But from Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. And the free wine at these resorts um, gave us, I just put some context. My mom is a travel agent for American Express. So we are not wealthy by any means, but we get to go to the high-end, high-end resorts so she can try them out and then recommend them to her clients. So they gave us a lot of nice free wine, and we got to indulge in that. Okay, that's nice. But we did not. Get to go away um, so I did receive this text from Jillian while this vacation was going on, um, which <laughs> reads, you'll appreciate this. My mom booked us a hotel in Redwood City thinking we were right next to the Redwood Forest. She was telling me this, and you know when you just are in a headspace where you're just accepting anything and not thinking? I was that person who just accepted that the Redwood National Forest was 12 miles from the San Francisco airport. Well, we're not near the Redwood Forest. We're in this industrial area next to a Safeway. In Redwood City, California, which is like a, a suburb of like Oakland. Like it's... Well, it happened again. Well, that did happen to me too where I wasn't thinking where my mom's... Because she does work in the travel business her her um, co-worker booked my dad and i this hotel in bakersfield and we're, we, we, we 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 meant to go to um uh baker city no 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh that place where they like the, the big little lies like that kind of um, oh like, monterey where, yeah, yeah where clint eastwood also he has his like the hog's breath my dad's a big Clint fan. <laughs> I don't know anything about Clint Eastwood's breath. <laughs> okay, anyways. So we're supposed to go there. And I was like driving. Like, this doesn't seem right. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. And we ended up in the middle of Bakersfield next to a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> but this is... this. Is... <laughs> I love that we're here to talk about cozy vacations. <laughs> and all we've managed to talk about are being alone at a zoo, <laughs> grocery store food. <laughs> Staying in the wrong part of town. But anyways, to get back to, so we see this lovely, my mom and I were in Napa, the Calistoga Ranch, um, which is in Calistoga, and it's the most lovely place I've ever been. It's basically like you're in the middle of a genuine green space, uh, like a, a, a forest. You're in the middle of the beautiful Napa Valley, but it's luxury. <laughs> so you're in these lovely, luxurious lodges that have a separate, um, building for your bedroom and your bathroom and a separate place with a living room and a fireplace and a jacuzzi out on your deck and your deck is obscured by trees and it has wonderful grounds or all these hiking trails that you can go on in the resort um, and a beautiful large lake it was just so decadent that I can't I, it's basic it's like um, a more naturey version of glamping Same you glamping it's I don't know, that term has been overused now, but it was truly the most lovely experience they have. Uh, you can pick your own eggs for to get to the chef for breakfast. Oh. So you can go in this little hen house. Um, they had goats. They have a miniature vineyard on the property. It I could never even probably step a toe in it by myself. But in this context, I get to experience a world I never would have. Totally. So I had there's an outdoor shower, which if I had an outdoor shower, in a, not in LA, because I'd just be... Smelling Can you explain how this steam. works? Like, how, how set up the outdoor shower for me? Okay, so when you walk, you walk up um, stairs to this outdoor patio, you have your jacuzzi and whatnot, and a, like an outdoor fireplace as well. 
that also is outdoor and indoor simultaneously, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And then to your left, you have, you walk in through a bedroom, um, it's a separate building and you go through the bathroom and you go through the bathroom and, and then there's this wood enclosure, like a high, uh, wall. So obviously no one can like peep in Mm -hmm. and, um, on one end of the enclosure is the sh- the shower head, and there the wood slats at the bottom so the water can run through, and a little place to put your soaps and whatnot. So it's connected to the bathroom. Um, but it's just so, there's, so there's no roof. There's no roof. Oh heaven! And so each morning, but there are like solid walls on every yeah, side. Yes, solid you. walls and yeah, I'm not very good at describing spaces, but you. And every morning I would go out and I would just see these huge trees. And, you know, the open sky and the air was so fresh and that was, it, it was cold and fresh. And I just take a big sniff. And Ever I just since you even got to, Se- like, to Seattle, Jillian's been sniffing the air. Oh, yeah, she it, loves it, the fresh air. It's been very, it was very, um, I say cathartic, but it, yeah, just to stand there in the shower and I also be in think nature. I recently went to a nude beach for the first time ever, and I really do think that there is some like primal thing within us that just like be naked outside. Yeah, so I'm being naked outside, yep. but it, with like, but in a luxurious setting. Like, I'm, I'm sure, totally. I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm preaching to the choir here, but I like nature, but I like also living in luxury. I'm yeah, a yeah, person yeah, yeah. who likes nice. I just want my nice things and want to sniff the air. Well, on you that heard note, it here first. Calistoga yeah. Ranch, save save your pennies. And that's not SpawnCon either. No, it isn't. It's just Jillian Con. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've sort of whet our appetite on some tidbits about cozy traveling, mm-hmm. let's dive in to our official topic for this episode, which is how to make sure that when you're on vacation, it, you're keeping it cozy. Because... There's that common delineation we talked about before on the podcast, too, between traveling and vacationing. The difference between those being if you're traveling, you're often trying to pack in seeing and doing as much as possible while you're in that place, which is great. And it's, you know, it's lovely to experience life to the fullest, but it's not necessarily relaxing. And you might not come back from that experience feeling recharged and refreshed. A question I have is like, how can vacations go wrong? How do you plan from the get-go to make sure that you're going to have a cozy vacation and not turn it into something totally stressful? I think you you hit on this in your introduction, which is you have to give yourself time. So if you're if you have like a week somewhere and you want to go to Spain, like I think a lot of people have this instinct that they want to be like, I'll go to like Madrid for two days and then like take the bus to the beach and then like go to Barcelona and blah blah blah. And it's like unless it really is one of those things where you only have a very limited amount of time or whatever, which certainly is the case for some people. And this, a lot of these tips are sort of for more of a, like if you have time off work, if you have money saved up, but if you do have, if you do have, for instance, you have one week, you want to go to Spain. Don't give yourself one week in one place or, or do two places max. Don't push yourself to try and see as much stuff as, as humanly possible, because honestly you're so much of it if you're traveling all the time. And I think, a lot of times, even like seasoned travelers don't sort of like remember or like realize how grueling it is. For instance, like get up, you know, in a country you're not familiar with, possibly in a place where you don't speak the language, go to the bus station, uh, figure out how to buy a ticket, like you're, you know, struggling with Spanish or whatever. Like just 
try to eliminate those interactions from uh, from your trip if you can. Just like try to keep it like if you want to go to Spain, pick a nice cozy one location in Spain. If you want to do beach Spain, pick a nice little town on the beach, stay there for a week and maybe do like, uh, you know, fly into Barcelona, stay there overnight, do one day in Barcelona and then like go to this beach town. But just give yourself that time to really stay someplace and enjoy it rather than trying to get in as much stuff as humanly possible. Cause also if you're, if you're stressing yourself out like that, you're not going to enjoy a lot of it. If you actually see it, you're just going to be sort of like checking stuff off a list and running off to the next thing. And I think it goes back to, to what you're touching on is not having huge expectations and putting totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have to see this. I have to do that. Because within this trip, we really had no expectations. Yeah. And I've, find more and more like when I come to visit you guys in Los Angeles I often am just like I just want to like I'm coming to Los Angeles because I want to see friends I want to for it to be sunny outside because I'm usually coming from like New York or Oregon and it's cold um and like so it's just like that's the expectation is like see friends uh enjoy go on a hike enjoy nature and like if I have four days that's very achievable in four days there's plenty of time to fill up with like recommendations from people for restaurants or whatever and it just makes it for just uh such an easier time that if I'm like all right like hit the ground running let's go see eight museums mm-hmm. I think a, a huge key to that for me is having been to the place before totally because if I had never been so we're in again Bainbridge Washington I've been to Seattle this is the third time I don't, I've seen a lot of Seattle already. So when you're going on vacation, one tip I would have is like, go someplace you've already been and enjoyed so that when you're there, you, you know how much time everything takes. Totally. And so you can hit your favorite stuff. You've already made some mistakes. Probably like we all make mistakes when you go to a new place and try something bad. You won't go there again. Right. So your experience will already be off to like a head start because you won't mess with the stuff you know, isn't going to work. Absolutely. And I also think another thing, I think, this is a good instinct in some ways. People want to like try as many new things as possible. So they go to a new restaurant every night or a new like, bar every night. And I think if, for instance, if you're going to be someplace for a, a week or something like that, find your spot where you're like, I love this restaurant. I love this bar. I love this coffee shop. And just like make, make it a habit to go there. Like if not for every meal, but like if you have like a restaurant you love where they have amazing breakfast food, just go there for breakfast. Uh, when you want to go out for breakfast, don't, don't think you have to like, you know, go and try a million new things just because you're in a new place. And it, it, that can be good at times, but it is nice to have a sort of touchstone place where you can just be like, I know that I love this little restaurant down the street from my, uh, wherever I'm staying. And I, can, I know I can just like go here and like relax and the people are nice or whatever. Yeah. And going back to what Jillian was saying, having those low expectations, it's easy to once you've already been there. So the expectation isn't that I'm going to see every inch of Seattle on this trip. It's that I get to spend time with my friends and, hang out on this in this airbnb on this beautiful island yeah Yeah, it's been lovely so far but i think it's a good point robert you brought going to places multiple times is something that you really like so you're not going to be there again foreseeably for a while so in seattle there's this indian restaurant that i really like we went there two times last time i was here in september and we're like oh this is crazy that we're going to some place for the second time we're only here for five days i'm like no we really want to go here i want to eat here yeah when i was in i was in brazil for work last summer and in i it was in salvador which is like a large city uh in the northeastern part and i tons of incredible amazing food i ate out of tons of tons of restaurants but there was this italian restaurant next door to the hotel i was staying at where it was just like two old people owned and operated the old lady cooked everything she was like hunched over they didn't speak like any english they were so 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 nice to me i always went in at like 5 30 p.m which is like nobody eats dinner in brazil before like eight um so i was always there alone uh, and just ordering like an insane amount of food but it was like t- good tasty food they were so nice they made really big drinks 
Um, and I went there like three times because I was like, I know yeah, that I'm going to have a nice, a nice evening at a Casa de Roca. Yeah, good tip. Do you think there are types of locations that fit better into that cozy element? Or do you feel like there are places that you, people should be on the lookout for or try to go to? I would because say it'll be cozier. It's less of a type of location because different stores for different folks. People, yeah, different, people are going to find different things cozy. I think it's a type of vacation that can be cozy. And I think that, for instance, if you do want to do a crazy backpacking, see all of Europe in a month or whatever, just know that, like, gear up. It's going to be brutal. In addition to being, like, culturally stimulating and you're going to meet great people and you have great food, it's also going to be, like, exhausting and tiring. You're not going to be cozy. You're going to be, like, dragging bags around. Your feet are going to hurt. And it's just, that's a different type of vacation than if you're going to a cabin in the woods with friends for a week. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's less about the location and more about just, uh, again, going back to expectations. Like, just know going in, like, if you want to do the backpacking thing, it's probably, you're not, you're going to be uncomfortable for a lot of, a lot of that. Yeah, I think it's important, too, to travel with people that you know that you drive with because you might be best of friends. Totally. might be travel enemies. And even <laughs> on a, a, a cozy vacation, like, even if you go to a, a mountain, a cabin in the mountains with people who you don't travel well with, there those, like, little travel conflicts oh. are going to emerge regardless of where you are. So it's a good idea to, yeah, like you said, pick your travel companions. And also another good tip is, like, if you like, for instance, if you have a friend who you love and you know you're not going to travel well with because they are super specific about what restaurant they like to go to, whatever, find the things that they're super can't compromise on and just let them have it. Like, just go to That's the restaurants true. they want to go to. Just yeah, like it's not worth let it. them buy the wine that they want to buy or whatever, and don't like try to like pick your battles really well. I noticed what's helping this trip feel really cozy for me is that I'm like a child and I have made almost no decision. Yeah, this entire true. time. That's I think the nice. only demand I had so far is you need to stop into all of these stores so I can buy a candle. And we did. And, <laughs> and we, yeah, did. we did. <laughs> and, it was, and we put up with that. I'm and we just thought it was more very nice. Like a food person. I get hangry really easily. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have my little nibbles, <laughs> I'll get pissed. <laughs> well, one thing that I've noticed um, that has been making my travel cozier is I have been like, fully stepping into and accepting my role as a, a, cap, a hardcore Capricorn who just like likes to make decisions and likes to be like, we're going to go here at this time, like meet at the ferry at 12 PM. It could, because it like, it's just like, it sets the, if you're with other people, it just like lets everyone know, like I have a plan, like, you know, without being too domineering, like I have a plan, like I know what's going on. I just need you to like show up with your bags. Yeah. That's been, it's been really nice. It oh. keeps the, keeps the machine. Rolling. No, it's been great. My husband's been, texting me our, our boarding passes even yeah, he and he's checking in. in for us <laughs> like I, I truly feel like a child like he's a, he's such a dad on this trip he's currently on a walk by himself down to the down to like the harbor while we play <laughs> while we yeah. were like at the, like <laughs> we're recording the podcast he's like <laughs> he's like i need to go yeah Matt and i have been little kids on this trip for sure we've just been following him around i even made a stop much. at a toy store yeah <laughs> and i bought a glow-in-the-dark cat it was, it's so <laughs> cute well i'll take a little picture of it it's so cute and I bought, oh, I bought a boinker for my cat. We still don't know exactly. <laughs> so to explain what Jillian's talking about, a boinker, it's a boink. Oh, sorry, a boink. A boinker is a cute way to refer to it, but it's basically like a woven little tube that kind of operates like a Chinese finger trap. Mm -hmm. I still don't understand what makes it any different than a, like a scrap of plastic. <laughs> it is a scrap of plastic. Like a piece well, of it's a piece of 25 cents. Garbage. I was just like looking in the store. So now I'm like that mom where I have to get something for my kid. So we, yeah, yeah, so I just was like, oh, here's a piece of SHAT that I can take home. <laughs> 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 
I think the reason Jillian and I work so well on this podcast is even when we're shopping at, on vacation, we're both like, what use of plastic piece of crap can we buy and take home? <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, it's cheap and it's like, yeah, I'm not rolling dough. So like, this is perfect. But I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I you just chew on it. You know, this brings me to another uh, good tip is if you're going on vacation, know that, like, for instance, if you're going to go to Las Vegas, like, uh, just accept the fact that you're going to spend too much money mm-hmm. and, and like, yeah, do the thing where you like take out, only take out as much you need or whatever, but don't do the whole vacation. Be like, I'm only going to spend a hundred dollars. And it's just like, and then like be like really mad when you spend $110. Just know that like, I'm going to spend a lot of money. If you're going somewhere where you know, you're going to want to buy a lot of things, just like bring an extra bag and buy a bunch of stuff. Um, and don't, unless it really is like a, a, you have to hardcore stick to a budget. Like don't let, don't get too mad at yourself for overspending or overindulging or like eating too much or drinking too much. Like you're on vacation relax exactly yeah just let the chips fall where they may let the chips fall where they may and just sort of like take <laughs> accept it as a like treat it less as a sort of like exercise Do you want the aftermath later that's that's like my like tagline for my life but it, it's by the way worked fabulously for you you've always i remember you telling me once when we were like 18 you were you bought like an 11 dollar jar of like nut butter while we like all were making like three dollars an hour working like illegal jobs off of craigslist and you just said like i feel like the money i know the money's going to come back to me eventually and it always did like yeah it really always i just, so just I buy just that knew. nut butter so it's buy that nut butter. I'm glad but, that stuck. Yeah, buy buy whatever's and, yeah. and again, like don't think of it as like a budgeting thing. Think of it as like I'm investing in my mental health by like mm-hmm. letting myself have a GD break and like letting myself no, like that's eat so the food um, I want to It's so eat. important. I know people have a really very strict budget and I'm sure they're losing less trust wise than me, but yeah. it, it is just like a lot. When you're on vacation, just leave those little I even would yeah. say that, things over that like if if you there's one place where you can like bust a budget, let it be your vacation. You deserve it. Yeah, it's the point of it. So yeah, bust that budge. Yeah, we'll be busting our budgets around. <laughs> and I would also like to say my version of busting a budget is like uh, ordering an extra cocktail. Again. Exactly. Like, it's, it's not, not. I'm not talking about like yeah, put don't, yourself don't at, take the, out a, at a five star uh, yeah. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. I my hairstylist. She got um, a timeshare with her now ex girlfriend, and she's still paying off the debt ten years later. Yeah, that's God, not the type of budget that's, busting that's I'm talking don't about. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to. <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> Let's add an asterisk to that. Yeah, so yeah, that's a bad example. A good example is, hey, I'm going to grab this bottle of wine and. Yeah, or I'm just going to buy this thing, this like yeah. t shirt that I, that I saw that I like. Crap for my cats. Piece of crap for your cats. Also, important to. Rem- I, I mean, and I'm saying this for myself as much for anybody else. Make sure that you're not getting notifications from work while you're <laughs> on your vacation. Throw that phone in the garbage yeah. first thing. Like reminders from my email or even text messages. Because that's, that's the, the hellscape we live in now, which is like nothing sacred, and you'll, you'll get texts about work all, and during tell, your vacation. Like, when you leave for vacation, put your out-of-office on, and it's like, I am I am gone, see you next week. Like, fully, like, I don't exist to you. And yet, tell your boss, I do not exist to you for one week. It's a right real now. mood changer, because even, like, sort of innocuous stuff that can be dealt with pretty easily, like, when you see it and you're supposed to be on vacation... My mind, as soon as I see that email pop up on my phone, just like I can just see the he- like the the subject line and like a little bit of the text, Mm-mm. but it's always enough to make me start thinking about work, mm-hmm. and it takes me right out of relaxation. So make sure you turn those notifications off if you do have them on your phone. That's a very good tip. Yeah, I think that's very important. Um, I'm going to sort of inartfully segue to another tip, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Uh, take it which away. is this is something that I. Sort of new, but like really had uh, sort of hammered home for me 
recently I did a job for Lonely Planet in Cape Cod and I was there right after Labor Day, which is like technically their off season, but it was like such an incredible time to go. I was there for over a month uh, on, on Cape Cod and on Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket. And the weather, there was a handful of like rainy, cloudy days for the most part. The weather was like in the 70s, sunny, mm, absolutely nice. beautiful, but it was technically the off season. So everything was cheaper. There was a bajillion less people. Um, and it just, and even like the days when it was cold and drizzly, it felt so much cozier. And what another place I love to go on the off season. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I should, uh, bring this all back to my main point, which is go on vacation. Uh, if you can on an off season or in a bumper season, that was actually one of our cozy A to Z topics. Oh yeah. See, there we go. Let me, let me re- reiterate from my, with my little piece of expert knowledge is like as much as you can. Cause like, for instance, somewhere like Cape Cod, like Provincetown in summertime. Provincetown is a teeny tiny little town with teeny tiny little streets. And in summertime, high season, there are 140 million uh, people there. And it's just like, I cannot imagine how uncozy, like people have these like beautiful houses, like right on the main street. And it's like, in the summertime, you're just facing a parade at all times. But in, in the off season, it's like cozy, it's nice. Um, especially like, uh, oh yeah. Cause you were talking about like going to like the beach in the off season. Yeah. Which is really mm. lovely. Yeah. That's what I was about to say also is like, I love going to Oregon coast in the winter time, which is, uh, and it's, it's not the same obviously as it is in the sun, but it has an extra, it has a beautiful quality to it. That's different than the sort of vacation image that, uh, you know, the tourist board is selling, oh, but I it, would love to go again. but it has its, it has its, uh, its charms earlier in this conversation we did acknowledge like different strokes for different folks. Like if you enjoy certain things like going to Vegas, that could be cozy for some people. I will say though, personally that crowds are the antithesis Uh, of coziness. Absolutely. And so it's hard for me to imagine going to a place like Vegas, for example, or like a crowded Miami beach like situation and finding that cozy or relaxing. Mm -hmm. It sounds fun. It sounds, I can see how that could be like invigorating and a lot of fun and a great time. I think, but you I don't could, see that as a cozy vacation. No, per se. I, I think you'd have to work. Cause I think you could do Vegas where you're like in a nice hotel room. You're like going to a spa directly to a spa. You're like going directly to a, a theater show or something and where you're sort of like drifting outside of the crowds, but it's not, it's it, you're right. It's harder to do a cozy vacation in a place where it's just like bumper to bumper. Yeah. And it's also the price thing is so is also like right. it's so much less like especially in a place like Cape Cod, which is an incredibly seasonal um, type of place. Like price for a hotel room jumps from like a hundred dollars a night to five hundred dollars a night for like what is even you know not a, even a great hotel room, but yeah. you're just paying you're paying to be there when it's crowded, which is not as you said not usually that fun. Yeah, and so don't be afraid to bust that budge, but <laughs> also it is significantly cozier to. And also saving money on save money and, and know that like save money and go to the, go to because it could be stressful to think about how much yeah. money you're spending. So there's a balance there yeah. for sure. Also like having um, satisfying my weird like personal quirks. Yeah. Like when I'm going on vacation, I hate if I'm staying with someone. I really hate to use their 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 towels. I just like to use my own little because I to pat my face. I actually this is literally the next item I think is bring your comfort items with you. Yeah. Like if you have little like things, if you have a face wash that you like absolutely have to use, like make room in your bag. Cause uh, I think we often get told like, Oh, you have to pack so light and you have to like leave all the stuff behind and like vacation stuff, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, you, you should be doing that, but like leave an extra space for your towel that you like, or your pillow that you like, or your special face products or whatever. Well, I, when I went to yeah, Canada, Milwaukee, and then Chicago, when 
weeks span. I brought my own bath towel with me because I just didn't want to. Totally. Yeah, keep on taking my friends or like. One of them is he doesn't think he listens to little stinky boy, so I didn't want to like <laughs> his towels are never clean, so I just didn't want to use his yeah. towel. So no, that's a great tip. The first thing that Jillian did when we got into this Airbnb was she's like throwing towels around, <laughs> screaming like, "Where's mine?" She just and did a load of laundry the first yeah. thing we came yeah. in. All the well, towels and sheets. Well, there are there was a stinky blanket here, and I just don't really like. When it comes to... Jillian, it was a normal <laughs> quilt. No, it smelled like cheese. It was a comforter. And so I, I really need clean... It smelled like it had been in a closet I need, for I need, a while. Yeah, it's just I old. It just smells linen. old. Clean linen. It was clean, just old. It's also like with my water bottles. If I see a speck of something in my water bottle, I just cannot drink it. It sounds crazy, but... I love this um, This Howard Hughes version of you. where You're like, <laughs> clean linens only. If I see one speck of anything in my water, I'm like throwing it across the room. But I, I look I like an animal. I can't cut this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't, I, I'm very easygoing with these one, two... I have little weird areas where I'm, I just cannot... And see, and I... Again, I think the key to cozier travel is just like lean into that and just accept it and make whatever changes you need to make and just don't don't worry about like oh am i being too difficult am i being this like mm-hmm. if you want to bring your own towel bring your own towel yeah pack it's, one less shirt yeah that you have to like you have to take responsibility for your distinguishing yes that's, yeah. that's 100%. the thing like that's there, some other people just laugh it on you or you're supposed to like, handle it for them it's like no and this is like a, a broader thing but like take responsibility for it and just like show that like i'm in control of the situation like i know what my quirk is and i have a workaround for it and i'm in control so you don't have you my travel yeah, companions or anyone else in life you don't have to actually worry about it at all yeah i don't want to put anyone out or anything totally right the older i get the better i am about bringing toiletries and bringing tra- travel size stuff Same. because i want to smell like myself you know you mm-hmm. never know if you'll have toothpaste there or like Oftentimes, like at a hotel, the shampoo and the body wash is like horrible. It's like you know, just like acid on your skin, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like motor oil. And I've, I finally like have learned to just bring my own, and yeah, it's, I, a, it's a lot better. I recently found like a face routine that really works for me, and like when I left on this trip to come to Seattle, I was like, I have to, I cannot just like be like, I'm just gonna get oh. like a travel size of Jergens or whatever. Like I have to like get it all. I have to bring all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to have your creature comforts with you when you yeah. travel. But I also love mini vacations. This is only two days. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. That's my, another thing, yeah. My partner and I usually do four-day vacations to smaller cities. Like, we did Nashville, Austin, and that's nice. Just a four-day trip. Yeah. And sometimes it is... And I do think that sometimes a mini vacation, especially to a place like Austin, where it's, you know, from L.A., it's, like, far away. But you can always go back to Austin if you need to. So it relieves you from the stress of needing, of being like, I got to see it all, or, like, I got to do mm-hmm. this. It's like, nope, just, you're going to be there for two days, just eat at the restaurants you want two restaurants you want to eat at and see the park you want to see and that's it yeah they're they're nice low-key stress stressless vacations and also like go someplace near literally this is one thing you and brett do that i uh, um am really envious of is that you could just go like on vacations just like around yeah we do a lot of small little things just like nearby and i think that we often sort of like idealize this travel where you're like going on an uh, airplane, on an airplane you, you put too much pressure on yourself and on that yeah. vacation to like fill this void. And that's, I think it goes back to what we said at the very beginning of this conversation, which is expectation. Yeah. If you can keep your expectations low anyway, you're just going to have a relaxing good time. It's going to be fine. You're yeah. not putting all this to, pressure on like this thing to be the most miraculous life changing experience ever. Totally. Cause here's the other thing is sometimes the like, 
best part about travel is literally just getting out of your town, out of your house, out of your routine, out, away from work, whatever. And you can do that literally drive uh, 30 minutes like away from your town and go to like right. two towns over or go to like uh, a national park that or a state park that's nearby and go camp. It doesn't have to be like a huge it, you, have to be, you don't even have to go somewhere uh, super special. You can just go somewhere that has like a nice bed and breakfast uh, and just like have a change of scenery. Agreed. We're here on in? We've been into a debate actually all all week around saying on island or well, in island. I'm not on Long Island. We say we're on Long Island, but I know that's not appropriate. To me, that feels like I'm standing on the map. When I hear in an island, I'm imagining you burrowing into the earth and you're subterranean. Well, you would say like I'm in Los Angeles, not I'm on Los Angeles. Yeah. I think you should go by what the people who live on an island say. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> if you're an island, well, it depends on which island we're talking about. One thing I noticed, I was on a different island in Washington. I met a, a wonderful woman who I had a great chat with, but she was a very much like an island type of person. And she kept saying, on island. She'd be like, You're, are you on island right now? Are you walking around on island? I think, I think people who are on island say on island. Yep. That's fine. So we're on Bainbridge <laughs> Island. <laughs> and I'd like to know from, from the two of you, um, what do you feel like is the coziest element of this location? Maybe that little main street. I guess you call it a main street. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's just, first of all, fresh air, which I love. Sniffing the air. And lots of, what do you call these, pine trees? Where are these trees? <laughs> <laughs> these ones like that we're firs? currently surrounded by are not pine, but there are a lot of pine trees and firs. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, I love how the main street is just surrounded by all these beautiful trees and cute little shops. Mm-hmm. So many cute little shops and restaurants, which is just my ideal situation. For me, it's I think our Airbnb location is perfect. It's far enough off the main drag that we are like surrounded by trees. It feels very naturey. It feels very secluded and quiet. And when you like look out the window, all you see is sort of like nature stuff. But we're only a fifteen minute walk to uh, almost everything. All, all the sort of like commercial center. So you and it's nice to just be able to like leave the house and sort of just like stroll to dinner at night. Yes, as opposed I think to, the, I think the closeness, but also privacy of the yes. island like it's all extremely cozy it's that that geography is amazing you, you it's a short walk to the main street where all the people are and the restaurants but then we get to walk back to our private airbnb and space it, it frees us to be a little more loosey-goosey with our planning because we can be like oh yeah we'll just like walk to town and see what we want to do and if like we get tired we can just walk home and if we want to yeah. go out again later we can just walk back because it's not that far and exactly. it's super scenic yeah very scenic it's it's hard to pick. I mean, like the the nature is beautiful, the geography is wonderful. I will say, I really we stopped at a bakery this morning called Blackbird Bakery. It was very good, and it, I've never been in a more like I feel like I'm in a cozy mystery novel where the the main character is like harried behind the counter, right? Harried behind the counter, <laughs> but trying to solve a crime in their spare time. Yeah. Um, because everything in the counter looked delicious, like every sweet and savory item. I got two things because I was I got yeah. one, and then I just went back in line and got another. But I one. got I got a. Bialy. Oh, Bialy. I never had one in my life. It's yeah, very that's a big day for you. Yeah, it was a big day. day. Big Bialy day. <laughs> so that was good. Baby's first Bialy. Yeah. And any final parting thoughts on cozy vacations? What I've learned from uh, doing a lot of traveling the last couple of years for the job that I do is just like cut yourself some slack. Do the, like, Coco Chanel thing where, like, you look in the mirror and take one accessory off. Like, look at your itinerary, take two places off, do it the next time you'd go, and just give yourself time to enjoy where you are. Yeah, go with people you like. Yeah, 
and go with people. Go with people you know you'll travel well with. Yeah, yeah. Some of people you like. You know, people, yeah. Go with people you know you travel well with. You're on the same page. Go with people you can shut the f up with for yeah. uh, for uh, two hours in the afternoon and not worry about right. so and so mad that I'm not talking to them. Ex- yeah, I'm th- yeah. Literally for an hour, I just went into the bedroom. Yeah, and I just like <laughs> with the door open. Yeah, like, it I just like, like left the space. Yeah. I wanted to read. <laughs> yeah, I sat on my phone, text like on Twitter while you and Brett had a full conversation that I was not paying attention to. Which is, you know, no. wonderful. Nothing wonderful. better. Um, you, have to, you have to turn off at some point during the day. Yeah. But also make sure you go with people who can you can record a podcast with. Yeah. Yep. I think that's my number one tip. Yep. Yeah, Synergy. I, so now it's time to move on to a vacation for your ears. Mm. Our regular segment where we recommend new music or old music in some, certain cases. Soothing sounds. Robert. Yes. We'll start with you. What is your soothing sound that you're recommending to us today? So my cozy sound is a song. It's actually one of my like favorite pieces of music from a Kate Bush album called Ariel. And it's from this, it's like a two CD album. The second CD is called An Endless Sky of Honey. And it's a suite of songs that's just sort of like starts in the afternoon and goes through the night into the morning. Um, and so this is this is the song sort of for the afternoon. And I just think it's so... It's like very like it could be like heard as very corny for a lot of people, but for whatever reason, for me, it like totally clicks. And it's just I always put it on when it's like a perfect sunny day when it's like the afternoon, you're feeling a little tired and you're like laying in a sunbeam on the couch. And like this is sort of like always what I hear in my head when I'm having one of those like lovely, you know, spring or summer afternoons laying in a sunbeam. Okay, and here is Kate Bush's prologue. urgency to the piano but also the calming kind of sea sounds in the background yes and it's very much a song it's sort of uh lyrically neither here nor there but just sort of a a, a meditation on like a, a, a she keeps saying a lovely afternoon is sort of a repeated phrase and it does sort of just feel like um I don't know, you can just imagine just sort of like running an errand and like coming home and just sort of like having a glass of wine and just like melting into the couch it does seem like the, a song that will be playing in the a background, spa? what? In a spa. A spa could work, but also I could kind of see it in sort of like a a, a woman having a breakdown. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent, with like crystals yeah, everywhere, right. and like a, a witch shawl and exactly. The whole nine yards. I imagine Meryl Streep and driving driving back from some sort of traumatic experience, and that song is playing. Well, just like staring straight ahead right. on the road, with like one tear, like in the corner <laughs> of her eye, dribbling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like a hundred percent my favorite genre of any art. There you go. Yep. Very cozy. Julian, how about you? What's your soothing sound? Um, mine is the National I Need My Girl. And it has a nice little m- memory for me because they unveiled this song at concert in New York that I took my mom to for her birthday. She really likes the National. And so they unveiled it, I think, in the, the encore. Like, oh, this is a new song. 
And it's just, it's a, I guess, a, yeah, a romantic song, but not in like a stereotypical way where I'm so swept up in love. It's more just, you know, you're feeling in a weird space or you're, you're maybe out of town or whatever, and you're just missing your partner or your friend. This doesn't have to even be like a romantic partner. It could just be a person that you feel safe with or comfortable with and you want to be near them. Let's listen to I Need My Girl by The National. Everyone loves to be needed. Well, yeah, just to have that person. It could be romantic. It could be a friend. It could be a parent that you just that you just need in those moments where you're feeling like. I don't know if you guys ever have this weird feeling where you can't articulate and you just feel out of your body or yeah. just like yep. strange. I also really like the music itself. I think echoed that sentiment really well because it has this sort of like sort of darker, moody, or somber stuff. But the guitar is very sort of whimsical in a way that's sort of like uh, the missing someone but also sort of whimsically thinking about them or like imagining the good times or whatever sort of like mix of of Mm -hmm. a little gloomy and sad but also with some some happiness it's a very intimate song yes just a simple sentiment as well i like it it's beautiful choice great choice so my choice is one that i've been meaning to mention for a while but i'll explain i'll give some context so Actually, when we were preparing for, like, what songs we'd be, we were picking, I checked my playlist that I... So on Spotify, I just, like, throw in albums from artists that I'm currently listening to into, like, a spring 2019 playlist. And I had mentioned everybody on it already, except for one band that I, I was into when the album came out months ago. And they're called Better Oblivion Community Center. And it's the band of Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes and Phoebe Bridgers. And they're, it's their collaboration their sound is sort of like indie rock folk when they're put together. Although that feels kind of simplistic and not quite just, just listen to it. It's a really phenomenal album. We're going to see them, I think in August. I'm Mm -hmm. very excited. Um, It's one of my, like I've never so instantly liked a record. Their lyrics are especially amazing and they have this wonderful, it's a rock song called sleepwalking on the album. And they did a version of it that they just released where it's synthy and like 80s pop version of it the lyrics are the same but the they did they re-recorded the vocals or like mixed it differently it's a whole new song and i think it's so bright and poppy that finally i was like okay so this is i can introduce this band that i'm loving i i can't say their music's cozy even though i really enjoy it so this is like a kind of a cozy (laughs) version of that that i can share with you so i hope this is your gateway into checking out better oblivion community center so here is Sleepwalking, the, the Daydreamin' remix by Better Oblivion Community Center. I'm getting tired of saying that. Can you say that name. one more time? <laughs> <laughs> Here it is.
sort of throwaway synthy pop music I those think, lyrics <laughs> I love synthy music as cozy music because that 80s and 80s inspired music it's so rich mm-hmm. and it's so emotional in this way mm. that's very accessible it's cinematic accessible. totally cinematic yeah. I've actually been super into synth wave which is sort of remind me of like different uh, synth wave which uh, I might be getting this wrong but I, what I understand is it's sort of people who are emulating this very 80s like very solidly 80s sort of nostalgia sound um, but a lot of it is just so it instantly sort of there's this one artist that I love called Christine with a K and all of her songs are just these like big blast summer, like synthy, like lost love, like summertime ride in our car type of things. And yeah. it just instantly puts you in a, in a specific mood and it. And I do find that it cozy in a way. Yeah. This was hitting me on all levels. Cause it's, it's a cover of a song. I love the original love. It's new, but it's also retro and it's, it's hitting all those quadrants for me. I think yeah. I like this version better. Really? Yeah, when you were playing it earlier, I, I was like, oh, I haven't heard of this before because you, you said they just released it. Mm-hmm. But I like this version better. I was grooving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's I like, cozy I like time. songs that have like little crescendos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I, when I saw Bikini Kill the other night, no offense, I, you know, I know it's a, I respect it, but it's just, there's no. Yeah, yeah. There, it's, it's, yeah, totally. And I need that in music, so. Yeah, it's definitely yes. more cinematic. It reminds me, we, I just saw Teen Spirit, which mm-hmm. is a movie that Max Minghella directed starring Elle Fanning. Oh, and I have heard of this. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty low-key release. And I wasn't sure how I felt about it initially getting out of the theater, but I haven't stopped thinking about it. First of all, because her performance is amazing. Her voice is phenomenal. But it's a movie that really loves pop music. And it knows how to use that pop music dramatically. Yes. And it, it, it really is almost like a movie that's a thesis on how pop music is drama. Totally. And yes. in the Q&A afterwards, Max Minghella, I only kind of went because Jamie Bell and Max Minghella were there in person, and I just wanted to look at them. <laughs> I saw them at a um, little coffee shop. Oh, together? Oh. Together. I mean, so maybe that they're, they're with um, they're, they're good Kate friends. Mara, or her name wow. Is. Oh, my God. That's quite the sight. They, they did seem all very sour. What's Kate, Mar- really? Kate Mara up to these days? Um, going to coffee shops in Silver Lake. Looking sour. Yeah. They were all looking very sour. Like spoiled milk. But well, they, they were not sour this <laughs> night. But <laughs> my point being that they were talking about how, like, there, there's opera and there's pop music. And ultimately, they fit really well together in this movie because... Yeah. They're both very dramatic forms of musical expression. Somebody on Twitter recently said this, and this is not a unique thought to this, whoever, but I had just hadn't occurred to me before, but they pointed out uh, that Kate Bush like treated opera, because her early stuff was very pop and opera centric, and they were like, she treated opera like it's a folk art, which it is, a European mm-hmm. folk art, as opposed to this like grand like height of musical sophistication. Like, no, it's just like a different type of musical styling. So I, I, I love that sort of like distinction of like putting it in with pop music as like something that is uh, uh, cinematic and telling a story and like in, in crescendoing in these same sort of ways, even if it sounds different Absolutely. than the actual final product. Well, those are our soothing sounds. Hope you check out those artists and, and those tracks. Very soothing. Um, to close out today's podcast, we're going to review our candle, which we bought today. I made everyone ch- stop into no fewer than, I think, five different gift stores mm-hmm. looking for a candle. We found a really cute one. It's Olympic Candle Campground Coffee. Yes. So we're smelling Olympic Candle Campground Coffee. And this is a candle company that's based in Seattle, Washington. 
So we wanted to go local. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there were two candles that I couldn't decide, so I bought both of them. The one was called Cam- uh, Fireside or Fire Campfire Fireside. or whatever. But this one is, it's honestly, it smells like coffee. It's, gra- it's coffee grounds. The chocolatey velvety. Yeah, there is a chocolatey. There is a chocolate it. element to it. And I will say, at first, I wasn't, I thought that I wasn't smelling the candle because you made coffee earlier, but now I'm like, no, I definitely am. Yeah, no, I, I, I had the exact same thing because I'm actually sitting next to a cup of coffee. Yeah. And so I was like, I thought I was smelling that, but then I realized it's, it's the candle. Totally. It's very effective. Maybe a hazelnut. Yeah. Hazelnut, yeah, yes. Julian's spot on there. There's yeah. definitely hazelnut in that. But it really uh, does just smell like a cup of coffee. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's definitely delivering on all fronts. Yep. Like a nice, like a nice little diner, but in. Yeah, but like, or like a coffee shop where they do a lot of like specialty. You can like smell the syrup a little bit. It smells like a caribou coffee to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, smells yeah. exactly what the inside of a caribou coffee smells yep. like. It's that like syrupy chocolate with coffee yep. smell. There's, it's just, there's a sweetness to it. It's a unique candle, yeah. I'd say, because I haven't really had a coffee candle yet. I used to buy a Yankee Candle version of this, or they also Bass Pro. One day I'm going to get a Bass Pro candle on this podcast because Bass Pro has wonderful candles. I had Um, no idea. Yeah, no, and they're really, they have cute holders too. But this is the kind of scent that they would do, which is like food. Do they do like a lot of like man scents, like old boot leather? I think they have a couple of those. Most of the ones I had were like in little like fake pots and pans, and it would be like the name of a food item or like a little cappuccino cup or something, like all kind of in this like, campy sort of vibe campy yeah (laughs) but yeah wick up for me i I really enjoyed this candle and i'm and i'm glad we got it wick up for me also wick up for me three wick a wick 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 ups (laughs) (laughs) wick me up wick me up before you go (laughs) i love this podcast just descending into us like just riffing off of pun after pun after pun because we've been recording for eight hours we don't want to let you go robert i know well we're not really letting you go we're just gonna go to dinner i know we're literally just gonna we're (laughs) dropping the mics and going immediately to dinner uh matt's husband is like furious in the other room because we've been recording for four hours but it's been worth it. Yeah, um, it thank you so much for joining oh us, Robert. And it, for inviting us. You're, yeah, inviting us, really. Thank you. And thank you for paying for this Airbnb and for <laughs> all the all food. The, everything. It's just been <laughs> yeah. so wonderful. Um, the pleasure is truly mine. I'm so happy that you guys came up. And I love being on the podcast. So thank you for letting me come on and chat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had like a... <laughs> we're a thankful, yawn. but we're also bored. No, I don't know. I, I had a... Had a, we had a lot of walking today. So. Yeah, we had a lot. We've had a long, a long day of like actually doing nothing. Thank you so much for having us again. You're so welcome. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me. I'm at Robert Balkovich uh, anywhere. Uh, Balkovich is like John Balkovich with a B. And I think, oh, I'm O underscore Balky, B-A-L-K-Y on Instagram. But also if you Google Robert Balkovich, you'll, you'll be able to find where I'm at. And Robert's traveling a lot. So check out his Instagram because he's always going cool places. Yeah, I will say that I'm not uh, a total like travel Instagram. I'm not like updating like every he's day. He's more of an with... insta thought. Mostly photos of him in Speedos. There, yeah, you will see a lot of uh, um, thoughty pictures. But uh, I do I do post <laughs> semi-regularly for my travels on Instagram. I just want to like hedge, hedge anyone looking to be like t- total travel content um i do not do um one day one day so um that does it for this episode thank you robert again and you can check us out at all things cozy podcast on instagram on facebook you can join our facebook group it's a cozy community and i do want to shout out denise who left us a, a five-star review denise. on facebook 
<laughs> Thank you, Denise. We really appreciate it. Follow Denise's example. Leave us a positive review and send us on a any message. platform you'd like. Yes, and a message. We love hearing from you. Um, leave me a review, too. Yes. <laughs> Where would they leave that review? Um, anywhere they went on the local message board. Yeah, tack it up paper, like at your yeah. uh, uh, grocery store, like where people put like apartment listings. Yeah, sounds good. Um, go on a cozy vacation of your own. Uh, let us let know us how know it goes. It, yeah. Report yeah. back. And as always, stay cozy. Bye. Bye.